From Pain to Purpose is a show that will bring inspiration, love, and healing to your lives. It's a show that will teach you that your trials and tribulations in life is only temporary and that it's only preparing you for your greatest calling. A show that will give you the courage to share your story with the world and not care what others may think or say. For your story is the key that will unlock someone else's prison. What was meant to kill you, God used it to prosper, restore, and strengthen you. To always remember that without pain, your purpose cannot be fulfilled into the power that God has ordained you to walk in. From Pain to Purpose by Aisha Monique. Stay tuned. Speak your truth. Today on the show, we have Miss Shakira Roof. Welcome to the show, Miss Shakira. Hi, thank y'all for having me. No problem. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, I was born and raised in Savannah. Um, I graduated from Beach High School, class of 2001. Um, I graduated from Savannah State in 2006. Um, so right now I'm married. We've got four kids all together. So just, you know, living life and just trying to uh, just do what God called me to do. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about some painful experience that you have experienced in your life. Well, um, I haven't had a lot of painful experiences growing up. Um, like certain things happened, like I lost my father when I was maybe like three, but of course I was too young to really know him. And then of course I lost my brother as well when I was about 10, but of course just still too young to really feel the effects of any of that pain. So uh, 98% of the pain I've experienced has been in adulthood, um, specifically dating and marriage. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your experiences in dating and in marriage. So, um, well, I'm married now. Uh, We've been married about three years, but uh, before that, I was previously married. Um, That marriage didn't happen until after uh, being in a relationship for like six years. So um, with that, um, I felt like I got a lot of signs not to even go into that marriage that I just ignored just because, you know, you just get comfortable with you know, who you with and you just figure people will change or things will change. So, you know, ultimately I just decided to go forth with it, but that didn't even make it to the first year anniversary when it ended. And what signs did you see that you ignored? Oh, a lot of lying, a lot of, um, cheating, um, a lot of like physical altercations, just things that, you know, I guess the normal person would be like, oh, no, I'm out the door. And what point in your life did you say, I no longer want to be married again? Well, um, so for me, you know, going through all those things in that marriage or just in the relationship itself, um, I felt like it brought out even the worst in me. Um, like I ended up going to jail twice, 
the first time I went to jail, um, we were arguing about some cheating, you know, the usual. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was trying to just get him just to get out of my house, like just, you know, leave. And of course, you know, he was packing up his stuff to leave, but something was wrong with his car. So he was like, he not gonna wait outside in the heat. He was gonna wait inside in the AC till his ride came. So, you know, at that time I had my son was maybe like three. So he's in there crying, you know, cause we like arguing, fussing, fighting, and you know, he's crying. So I'm just even more like upset. Like my baby is, is watching this. Like you got to just get out. So, you know, he was refusing to get out. Um, so then I figured that, okay, maybe I'll scare him up. So I went and got a knife and I started going, you know, towards him with the knife. Like, okay, if you see, I got this knife, he gonna get out, like get his stuff and get out. So of course he still wasn't trying to leave. So I got like closer and closer. And then lo and behold, I poked him. I call it a poke cause it wasn't that bad, you know, in the leg. So, you know, prior to me doing that, I had already called the police because, you know, he was like destroying my house. We fighting, of course, again, my child is sitting on the steps crying. So I called them like for them to, you know, come to make him get out, because it's my apartment. Um, as I'm on the phone talking to them, he takes my phone, he crushes it, you know, on the ground. Then after that is when I decide, oh, I'm gonna scare him up with a knife, not realizing the police is on the way. So they get here, uh, we hear them outside. It's like the ambulance, it's the police. It's some other, I don't think it was really like a SWAT team, but it was some other special team. Like you would think it was a whole shootout going on, but it was like a lot of people came. So he runs out of the house, you know, with his arms down, like pointing to his leg, like, look, she stabbed me, she stabbed me. So, you know, of course I'm just like, oh my God, like, what's going on? I'm not even trying to do nothing with the knife because I never intended to do that. I had it sitting on the kitchen table. So they came, you know, they see that he's been injured. Next thing I know, they get the weapon, they get me, they put me in the back of the car and I just hear some talking and I just hear the detective say something about aggravated assault. So at that point, I'm just like boo-hoo crying, like, oh my God, like what's happening? You know, my son's father had to come get him, embarrassing. So, um, and I'm off the jail. So, you know, at that point, I'm just like, what is gonna happen? You know, I had, you know, heard that you can get up to 10 years being in prison for aggravated assault. So I'm just like scared, just like what is happening with my life right now. So, you know, get to jail, getting dressed out. You know, I had already been to jail one time before for a fight with a female. But Over it, him? No, this was like way before okay. I met him. Um, but this time I'm dressing out. I'm like, oh my God, like I'm really about to stay here. Um, I'm passing up the food cause I'm like, I'm not trying to get comfortable here. Like I just gotta go. So thank God, you know, the next day I had a little court hearing and they just gave me 12 months of probation and anger management. So one would think that would have been the end of the yes. relationship, but it wasn't. So you stayed in the relationship? I went back. So when you went back, how did what else happened? Like what different emotions you felt? Did you feel like low low about yourself? Like Well, I felt low definitely low about myself because I'm like, okay, now I got this on my record. I went to school for criminal justice. How am I gonna even work in this field? Like what's gonna happen with my career? 
um, and just, I don't know, I was just trying to just do whatever I had to do to just keep working somewhere while I try to figure out, you know, what direction I was going to, or what area I was going to be in. But, you know, with him, of course, I felt, you know, betrayal, just keep the image of him running out and showing him that, you know, knowing it wasn't, showing them the stab, knowing it wasn't that bad or whatever, but somehow I just forgave and I just went back. And so, of course, I guess, you know, God was probably like, you know, you still didn't have enough because then there was yet another incident that happened after that that was completely not my fault this time. And I think that one was worse than the whole aggravated assault thing, which got reduced to battery. Okay. So, um... And what was, like, do you mind sharing that, or...? Well, with the second one, and at this point, we're still not even married. So, again, signs that I should not have even stepped into a marriage. But, um, so maybe, like, a couple years later, maybe about two years later... At this time, I had had my daughter from him. We were arguing about something. I don't even remember what the argument was about, but it was late, and I was in the bed with her. She was like a few months old or something. So I'm like holding her in the bed. It was just a lot of words being exchanged. I just know I'm like in the bed laying down. So he reaches over, boxes me in the face as I'm holding my baby. So, of course, I just lost it. You know, I'm not going to let nobody put their hands on me or whatever, so I'm fighting them back. Again, I call the police, trying to get some help because obviously I can't handle him by myself. So the police come, you know, they talk to me, they ask me what happened. I tell them at this time, I'm feeling real confident. You know, this is not like the last incident. I'm like, look, you know, he put his hands on me as I'm holding my baby, like I'm good. They take him outside and get his side of the story. They come back and then they like, we need you to step outside. So I'm like, why? Like, why? Like, this don't even feel right at this point. Like, why y'all give me to step outside? So I'm already knowing pretty much what's going on. As soon as I stepped outside the door, I need you to put your hands behind your bed, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, what did I do? Like, why y'all taking me to jail? And so they tell me that, of course, in a domestic situation, when they can't tell who the aggressor was, they just got to look for any kind of bruises or whatever. So for me, of course, a box, like ain't nothing showing up just that fast, because I think it was like on my chin or something. But for him, he had a little scratch on his face. So they took so you for that small they, scratch? For that small scratch, because they could see nothing on me, they took me and said. So at this point, I'm just like boo-hoo crying, like, tell them what happened, tell them the truth. I'm like looking at him like, tell them what happened. Like, you need to tell them the truth. Like, you gonna let them just take me? You gonna let that man stood right there outside of that door and watch me get in the back seat of that car and ride off back to Carl Griffin Drive. And then where did the marriage come in at after, after that? This is just, <laughs> at this point, it's just embarrassing to even <laughs> talk about. But So after that, um, I don't even know how much time it took after that to get back in a relationship. But of course, you know, a lot of I'm sorry is a lot of, me just feeling like things will get better or, you know, he's changed and, you know, we've been together this long. Maybe if we just do it the right way, like how God intended being married, then It'll we probably better. wouldn't be going through all the things that we're going through. That's how I'm thinking. So, um, you know, we ended up getting married. We got into a big argument 
even on the way to, you know, do the ceremony. So that was another. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, I don't know. I'm just like a hopeless romantic or something. I don't know. But, um, but we still went. I know I personally felt like, you know, my mom already up there. Um, his grandmama is already up there. The minister, you know, I didn't want to tell them, okay, never mind. We don't have it together. Like, you know, it's just time, you know. We just gonna wait. I just felt like, well, let's just do it anyway. So we just went ahead. So how did you really feel when you said I do? Like, did you or you like in between? Or you just like, how did you feel? It didn't feel like how I was supposed to feel. Okay. Like it just felt like just going with the motions. You know, they're telling you to say these vows, and we're just looking at each other, and you know, <laughs> really thinking, I really don't like you right now, but mm-hmm. I love you. So you know, I guess. Everything will be okay. Um, was it a particular incident that made you want to get more serious in your relationship with God? Um, yes, like all of these instances. And then ultimately when we did uh, split and before it was time to divorce, I was just tired. Like, <clears throat> and... I don't even remember exactly what, oh, the incident that happened where I was just done wasn't even as bad as the other things, but I was just done. Like I was just tired of just feeling like mistreated and just disrespected and just embarrassed. Like I just was tired of having those feelings and I was tired of showing that to my kids. I wanted them to see that this is not right. You know, this is not how a marriage is supposed to be. So once I moved and me and my kids, you know, were in an apartment together and that was a humbling experience because it was just two bedrooms, but, you know, I couldn't take the furniture from out of where we were, where I was living with my ex-husband and just us being in one full-size bed together, like, you really start to think about your life. Like, what am I doing? Like, what have I done all this time? Like, how did I even get here? Like, my life is supposed, I'm supposed to be a lawyer somewhere, you know, happily married. Like, how did I end up here? And that's when I decided that this time, I just want to do things the right way. Like, I've been trying it myself all this time. And now I just want to try it with God. Let me uh, spend more time with him. Let him guide me with all the decisions I make. And, you know, it just started from there. And how did you find your purpose through your pain? Well, once I started just getting a closer relationship with God, going to church more, praying more, um, mostly with me meeting my husband, because when I met him, he was on the same path as well, but he's also a minister. Your new husband? Yes. Okay. So, and, you know, preaching the word of God. So it was like that kind of developed in my relationship with him and then as we got married and you know he would say certain things about like my calling or whatever and I'm like um that's you you the one that's gonna be the preacher or whatever like I just I always tell him I just play the background because I don't want to be on the forefront of anything but social media is like I I used to be on there you know cracking jokes all the time posting the kids or you know if I'm getting into it with somebody I'm going off on them. 
So this time I was like, let me start to use this platform to just encourage somebody. So, you know, I would start to tell like some of my testimonies, just different experiences that I had gone through and just share that with somebody and always pinpoint how I see that God worked through that situation. And how, what advice could you give to someone who's in a marriage but who's not happily married? And what what can you do to just give them some words of encouragement? With the marriage thing, I know first and foremost uh, where I went wrong was being in a marriage that was not ordained by God. Um, both of you have to have a relationship with God. You got to know what's required of you as individuals, as being a wife, as being a husband, and doing it together. Like, if you don't start with that foundation, then you're probably going to have some problems. So what changes did you make with your new marriage that you, that you, like, what, what changes did you make in this new marriage? Because I know... In the last marriage, I'm quite sure you learned a lot of things. So what changes have you made in this new marriage? Well, with the new marriage, I definitely have God involved like 100%. And not to say that we don't ever argue about anything, but we try to be respectful to each other as much as we can. Um, and even if we do fall or like step out of character or whatever, we always get back right like the Holy Spirit always ends up convicting us where you know I know I shouldn't have said this I need to apologize he shouldn't have said this he need to apologize and like God is like the the main guy like we don't want to let God down and what's what's new with you did you start up an organization or anything after when you got into this new ministry or calling did you get into something different did you start a organization well i haven't started an organization um right now i'm just using my facebook page which is willing vessel to just whatever god puts on my spirit to post um whether it's sharing a testimony i try to do a testimony tuesday but you know that might not happen every week but mm. You know, I try to share that or just some scriptures or just engage people that I know that are dealing with things or even people that's just misinformed about Jesus Christ and how it works. Like you don't have to be an old lady to give your life to Christ and to live right. It's not boring to be a Christian. Like me and my husband have a lot of fun. I mean, we don't drink or smoke or, you know, club and nothing like that anymore, but we still enjoy ourselves. Mm. So what new endeavors have you started? Um, and I also started a, a small business where I make uh, like home decor items and just whatever else I can, you know, come up with. And that is on an Etsy page. It's an Etsy shop. Okay. So I've been doing that. And that, um, that page is called Queen of the Glammed on Etsy. Okay. Um, and on Facebook and Instagram, it's also Queen of the Glam. Okay. All right. And are there any shout outs that you would like to speak on? Um, 
Well, I do want to acknowledge my husband. Like, even doing something like this, um, I never thought that I would be doing. And it's like he, I guess God had revealed those things to him, like, early on in our marriage about certain things that, that may happen or that I would be doing that I was like, uh, no, I'm straight. <laughs> so, uh-huh. yeah, before even being married. But, um, but I just, you know, want to acknowledge him because he's definitely been a major impact in my life and the kids' life. Um, definitely want to give honor to God mm-hmm. um, because he's the head of my life. And I just want to continue to be used by him to just be an impact to somebody in any way, whether it's me just posting something or whatever, you know, whatever ends up happening in the future. Okay. Well, I would like to thank you for sharing your testimony and giving the advice to the young women out there who's Mm -hmm. gone through what you have gone through in the past. And I just want to say thank you for just coming on the show and just sharing your testimony. Thank you all for having me too. You're welcome. I can share with people. Alrighty. Thank you for tuning in to Pain to Purpose Podcast. You can find each and every episode on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast Hub, SoundCloud, and HeavyTraffic.com. Please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Also, follow me on Instagram at underscore pain, the number two, purpose, underscore. You can also email me at pain the number two purpose podcast 